Hola, muchachos. It's Friday night, which can only mean we're doing the backdoor cover betting everything with wheels. What's going on, Philip? Good evening, sir. Arch, Steven, how are you guys? All right, great, good. Man. Great. <laughs> we're off to a smooth start, but Arch, I just wanted to add that hola, muchachos, man. That's really growing on me. I think that's I think that's a keeper. There you go. Well, Kyle came up with it, and Kyle's uh, he calls the shots around here. He does not call the shots around here. Oh, but he did. Yeah, Steve calls the shots. Oh, yeah, uh, I do. I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Steve, you actually <laughs> don't even know it, but you are the boss around here. That's awesome. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, he's like the CEO of this joint. But hey, man, we've got a, a pretty exciting weekend, and it's a um, it's a short card, which is good because last weekend was an absolute whirlwind. There were five races. The F1 race was in Australia, which which made handicapping and watching really, really hard. It was like a, a 72 hour window of just straight busy. So I'm, I'm pretty happy, Steve. Are, are you excited for these two races we've got this weekend? Yeah, 100 percent. Like you said, last weekend, feel it felt like uh, just nonstop calamity. So definitely uh, I don't mind weekends like this. You can kind of just take a little bit of breather, enjoy the weekend. And we kind of have more fun this weekend racing on dirt so let's see how this goes right yeah yeah it's uh arch i don't know if you you follow the racing too closely but uh we're at bristol this week which is you know a half mile short track it's a high bank and then they dumped 2300 truckloads of dirt which is thirty thousand tons of dirt on this this racing surface um so it's a it's a real spectacle nascar is is vying for television rights right now they're in, in locked in negotiations so it's something different it's supposed to be you know sunday night after the masters um you know concludes to get as many eyes on this product as possible and maybe make some new fans but uh it is hard to handicap that's for sure it was kind of wild last year wasn't it steve yeah 100 percent. i mean um it I, I just feel like uh i can't remember if last year was the year that they had the disaster confusion with who was actually leading who was you know what was going on did the stage end or not i i think they i think they came down pit road and people weren't sure if they were going to retain their position if the, if the race got called so yeah there was rain yep yeah and there's rain today so uh, maybe it might be time to consider moving this to a different date uh in the calendar i'm not sure but um yeah it's been, been kind of unlucky with the weather at this place now for the last couple of years hmm. so it's gonna turn yeah. to mud racing it did <laughs> uh, like under caution last year when it was raining the, the cars were slipping down the racetrack they didn't even have enough grip at caution speed to, to stay on the track they just slid down the, the banking it was it was wild um but listen i am a fan of bristol we hit both outright winners last year mm. uh, in the spring and the fall. So I love Bristol. It's a welcome change. We got a little lucky last year when when Chase Briscoe threw a wild slide job on Tyler Reddick, and we were on the third place car that turned into the winner in the last turn. So that was pretty cool. Um, but we've got the the trucks tomorrow night, and we've got uh, you know four heat races for the Cup Series tomorrow as well, and then the the grand finale on Sunday night at seven o'clock. I am very excited. Steve, should we open up with the trucks? Yeah, sure thing. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely excited for the uh, 
for, I guess for that reason, you know, we get some more racing this weekend, and it's always good to have. It's good fun to have as many uh, racing events as possible, for sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> heat racing. I, I like heat racing. I'm I'm not a big fan of you know dirt racing and, and you know NASCAR, but I I do enjoy the fact that they run these extra events, kind of like the Clash. So that that's always good. Yeah, I, I really dig the heats, and um, you know, it's just exciting. It, it's more stuff, and hopefully. You know, now being the third year uh, with with the dirt racing and the heats, that maybe we can bet on the heats. That would be pretty cool. So I'm I'm hoping to see that tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully uh, they drop some lines. Oh. Yeah, but let's uh, let's talk about these trucks, Steve. You're on a long shot right out of the gate, Dean Thompson. Tell me about my man Dean in the trucks. Yeah, first of all, let's. Uh, I want to talk about Dean. Uh, what happened last week? Uh, Dean's having a very competitive season uh, over there at Tricon Racing. That team is really quick. Uh, I feel like books haven't caught up to his uh, his his pace. He's been top ten consistently every week. Uh, he last year he was still with the Nice team. He, I mean, he is still uh, performing well over there. But I mean, this year he's got he's got the goods over there at Tricon, and he's taking advantage of it. I think he's been an, an easily top five contender. If, on a weekly basis, so now you're just still getting him at a really long odds. Uh, had a big incident last week, so uh, thankfully he he was all right. Um, no no major injuries, but he took a big shot uh, at Texas last week. But uh, he's good to go. He's cleared. I, I saw I think earlier today or yesterday, so he's good to race. I, I expect him to uh, make some noise again this week. Now, we know it's dirt racing, so I, I don't. It's not not a guarantee that you know these short odds come through. So, yeah, and uh, our man Dean Arch, this will excite you. Uh, Three hundred to one. No, oh, wow. three hundred one. Yeah, that's that's a ticket with a with a pulse, and that is just an absurd misprice. It's three hundred to one at Superbook, two hundred to one at DraftKings. So, uh, two hundred to one is definitely a play. But if you if you've got Superbook, man, grab that three hundred to one like right now. Don't don't delay. Um, but we are on a, a short a short favorite here as well, Steve. Who else are we on? Yeah, I was looking at uh I was just thinking about how the race unfolded um for the trucks uh past couple of seasons and uh I was thinking thinking very hard about that fifty one truck with uh Kyle Bush Motorsports and uh Truex jumped in that truck at uh Bristol Dirt and and Truex is not a dirt racer by any means but he got in there and he he had I think he started mid pack somewhere um and he, he just drove straight to the front and that, that thing he checked out so a guy that doesn't have a lot of dirt experience in Truex uh pretty much dominated the race in that in that truck so William Byron plus 700 on FanDuel for me I just locked it in a little bit a little bit ago so he's going to be back I shouldn't say back. He will be in that same truck for this weekend. And uh, William Byron is on fire in the Cup Series right now. This is kind of, you know, Bristol Dirt is a dirt, you know, the track has dirt on it, but it's also a short track. And Byron's been dominating this track type so far this year. I mean, he's been good everywhere. So really, he's just, he's on fire. And I'm expecting him to have a very good run and a very good truck this weekend. Yeah, I, I had texted you earlier in the week about, about old Willie B. And we talked about how, yes, it is a dirt track, but once, you know, this thing starts to get rubbered in, as they say, it, it becomes almost a short track. So 
Uh, like you said, Willie B is is hitting on all cylinders. He was incredible last weekend um, at Richmond on the short track, and the fifty one truck, the KBM. You know, the entire garage is fast. These are fast trucks. We saw um, Nick Sanchez in a KBM truck just murder the field last week at Texas. Unfortunately, yeah. he didn't get the result. Um, but these these KBM trucks are on fire. So Willie B seven to one. I'm seeing that at Sugar House as well. Right now, it's five to one at Superbook, so that's no good. Uh, I think it's six to one at DraftKings. That's no good. You want to shop around. You definitely want seven to one because they're out there. So uh, that is the guy, Willie B, for the win. Uh, are we on any head to heads or anything? What what else do you like? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Nick Sanchez. I think he he's with uh, Rev Racing. I think that's an affiliate team. I, th- I don't think it's even a team that's directly coming out. You know straight from the shop of KBM, but just having that affiliation uh, was, has been proven to have a lot of success. So like you said, though, you know, if you're, if you're talking anything, KFB, uh, Motorsports, you're doing good this year. So uh, matchups, we have, uh, we're starting out with Carson Josevar over Christian Eckes. Um, Carson Josevar was pretty strong uh last year bristol dirt and he was pretty strong uh texas we i mean i guess he he was running middle of the pack some of the race but the bottom line is i mean he he liked his pace i I saw he made a post about it on his social media he liked his truck he liked the pace uh i think nice is uh bringing good stuff this year and couple that together with uh performance at bristol dirt I feel like this is a pretty good shot. Christian Eckes, uh, I don't really see Eckes as being a guy that's going to be all that strong in this tra- in this track type. Um, bring up my, I, I, I got to bring up my my truck notes, but uh, I remember he wasn't all that strong. So I think uh, this is a good spot to kind of back Josefar in. With a, you know, Josefar's got the win last week, so he's got some momentum. I really think this is going to loosen him up a little bit. I know he's been trying really hard to get that first win. Got that, he got that done, so now he's going to race, race a little more free. Yeah, here's a stat that, that sticks out to me. So I, I have a um, uh, some loop box score here of you know the Bristol Dirt races as well as Knoxville. So anything on dirt, I've got it here in one matrix. Uh, Josevar, top of the board in truck regulars on average laps led, 34.3 over that four-race segment. Christian Eckes, goose egg, none, zero. Average fast laps, Josevar. 8.8, Eckes, 0.5. So uh, we've got a huge speed disparity here. Um, you know, just in raw speed, uh, Hasavar's average starting position is six over the, the four starts, and Eckes is 19.5. So it looks like Carson will have the faster truck. They bring better equipment on this dirt, and uh, it's just up to up to our boy to get that one home. That, that feels like a layup. Let's play it minus 110 over DraftKings. Yeah, I love it. I I love hearing that you have some more uh more raw data to back up my, my theories there with uh Husafaro's recent performance at Texas last week. So Yeah, I'm your wingman, dude. I'll follow you wherever. <laughs> love to hear it. Now would I I saw a um Hosefar outright fifteen to one at FanDuel. I haven't played it yet, but uh I guess the only reason I haven't really considered it too much is because we know Logano and Byron are in the field. Now, and Ben Rhodes had a lot of speed here last year, so that's kind of like three guys that Hosefar has got to overcome. And Briscoe and Zane Smith. 
Yeah, for sure. So I, I, I wasn't quite honing in, unlocking that in yet, but 15 to 1 is, the best, I think, the best price you can find across Got it. all major Locked books. In. Uh, okay, you don't waste any time, do you, Arch? No, I don't. I'm in there, baby. I'm in there. You went, you went full unit, too, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, you're sick. You're sick. I love that about Look you. Up. I don't uh, want you to be confused. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> B-Win would not take my full unit on uh, Dean, so uh, we had to compromise. <laughs> Fair enough. I would not think Wait, so. a full unit? <laughs> yeah. Or do you want a full unit on Dean Thompson? Well, no. I mean, I wanted to. That was the intention. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it wasn't. It was more like $12. Cool. <laughs> um, anything else, Stephen, that sticks out to you? No. I just wanted to bring that, that out right up on Josefar. Do you think you would... Do you think we'd officially put put that in the card? Or would you kind of lay, lay off and, and hopefully that... Byron gets it done for us. I'm I'm way more comfortable with Byron. I like Thompson. I am sure though, with you know what what great odds we have on Thompson, uh, that we can probably Dutch this to a pretty nice profit. So I will uh, I will look into that after the show and we'll, we'll put out the official numbers in the book club. But are there any uh, head you know head to heads that you like as well besides the one? I played Ty Majeski over Zane Smith. Now I know you mentioned Zane Smith, but um, I, I like Majeski here in this spot. If you look at his driver rating at Bristol Dirt last year, it's uh, 105.6. Now, he didn't get the finish. Uh, now, I'll admit, I did not rewatch the truck race. However, um, when I look at numbers, I like to look at driver rating. So I like Ty Majeski here. Uh, Majeski had a great season last year. I, I like the price, minus 105. Uh, Zane Smith wasn't all that strong at Texas last week. I don't know how strong he's been you know as a, as a whole this year but i just like majeski in this spot i feel like he's gonna be and majeski's a very time majeski's a great uh short track racer so if you if i i think either way you look at it i like majeski to uh win this matchup well that i you know that that matchup flew under the radar for me i i hadn't hadn't paid any mind to it until now but looking at it this this feels like a, a hammer spot uh Zane Smith is not great on these. Um, his average running position is 11.8. Majeski's is seven. Uh, average laps led, both of them have zero. But Majeski has 12 fast laps per race. Zane is at one. And then their um, uh, driver ratings are almost 20 points apart. Mm-hmm. So it looks like it looks like uh, Majeski is the absolute hammer spot. I'm going to play that as well. Where did you get it, Steve? At DraftKings? On DraftKings, yep. Done. I'm locking it in. Minus 105, DraftKings. Anything else? Any other uh, couch cushion bets? That's all I got for the truck series. Hopefully, uh, well, I mean, we're, we're going to see heat racing. Practice is rained out, so. Um, well, listen, I, I got a couple I got. We, need, we need to talk about. Number Go one, uh, Will, William Byron over Briscoe. Uh, we talked about this one a little bit, and there is a huge equipment disparity here briscoe is run you know it, it's kind of a an off-brand truck while byron is in the kbm machine um you know briscoe absolute hot rod last year you know in the cup series um you know byron is what he is so you know you get the the bias where oh chase briscoe's a dirt guy but you know we, we're kind of going the other way here with uh with willie b do you like fading briscoe in that truck I think Briscoe is with AM Racing, which is the same team that I believe Brett Moffat has been running for. And 
while I think that's an okay truck, it's it's certainly not going to be on the level of William Byron. It's not. I don't think um, it's performance is very important, as I mentioned with Truex already. You you need good performing trucks. You need trucks, cars. It's it doesn't matter. You just you need. I think you need driver and and truck and. Um, I think Byron has both those things. So uh, this is kind of, again, this, like you mentioned already, pr- kind of a, a truck play, just equipment play. So I like. All right. That. So you don't totally disagree. So that's good. So we'll we'll put that one on there as well. Uh, I had strong feelings about Parker Kligerman minus one forty over new guy on the on the block Davenport over at Caesars. Uh, what do you know about this Davenport cat? And can we bet Parker Kligerman? Yeah, I gotta say, I did take a look at Parker Kligerman. I was looking at his at right number. Um, I'm sure Arch is still listening at 30 to one. Um, <laughs> Kligerman's driver rating was pretty good last year, uh, and actually the past two races, average finish of sixth, driver rating of 99 ish, and uh, it's it, it actually better than Chase Briscoe when he's, I guess, I guess, the one race he ran here. So Kligerman is that guy that he's just he's super consistent. You know what you're gonna get out of him. Super versatile guy. He can race anywhere. So uh, I think that's third to one is solid. I think that matchup is solid. I would definitely back up back Parker this weekend. Why not? Yeah, so uh, our man Davenport here is like a, a a dirt racing ringer. However, he's never been in uh, a truck. He's also racing in the cup series on Sunday. And two years ago, Steve, we printed so much money fading the dirt ringers and you know i listened to, to uh davenport on Corey lajoy's um uh, podcast this week and he was talking about it would be like the same as having one of these asphalt guys one of these cup guys jump into a sprint car uh on friday night at dirt and then hop into like a, a modified the next day like one is not going to help the other they don't drive anything alike so even though you're getting a little extra track time it's two completely different things. Davenport also was talking about how he's not used to passing like they do in the, in the NASCAR series. There's no bumping. You know, you're setting up passes three laps in advance. Um, you're not side by side because of the arrow so much. You never head into a corner like right on a guy's bumper uh, because it'll ruin you both. So this is going to be a whole new style of racing for this cat. Uh, I think Kligerman, like you said, one of the most versatile dudes in NASCAR. I love this spot, so I'm, I'm going to risk the um, the 1.4 to win a full unit here over at Caesars on that one. So I'm glad glad you're on board. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think you covered it pretty well with Davenport there, but yeah, I mean dirt the the, st- the r- dirt racing he does is not the kind of dirt racing he's going to see this weekend. Um, these could what's he what he's running this weekend much heavier equipment, and that's the, and that changes how much you're you're you know sliding the tires. The back end's not coming around as much. It it really is more conducive conducive to the short style track racing. I think that's kind of why Logano has been better in the Cup Series because it's more of a a short track than people think. It's not as much of a pure dirt race as uh, you would see at your local track. So yeah, like I like your analysis there. Cool, 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 cool. I have a lean on Ben Rhodes over Joey Logano. I didn't play it yet, uh, but that is all I've got on my truck card. Yeah. You can't argue with it. Ben Rhodes was lightning fast. Uh, I don't know what he's found, but I, we know who Ben Rhodes is, a, is very good at the, sh- at the short tracks with Thor Sport Racing. And apparently he's really good at 
handling the dirt because i mean that was a truck that he was getting sideways and he was carrying momentum around that track all like all the way around last year it was pretty fun it's actually really fun to watch yeah he was <laughs> like split in the middle again yeah yeah he was he was a torpedo man he was putting the truck wherever he wanted uh, he's number one in, in my data set here between uh bristol and knoxville by like a long shot um he's top of the charts well he's second to hasavar in average laps led at 24 and a half uh, 13 average fast laps, which is number one average finish of five. I mean, the dude's a stud. Uh, Logano, we, we saw him and, and Chase Elliott kind of struggle a little bit last year in trucks. I think they were like fifth and sixth or something like that, uh, but they didn't really contend for the win. Um, so I, I kind of like roads here. Uh, you could talk me into pulling the trigger if you just like blink twice and breathe. I'll, I'll probably play it. I mean, honestly, this this is the first time I've looked at the track history on on Bristol Dirt exclusively, and Ben Rhodes' average finish for two races is one point five, and he's got a, a, an average driver rating of one twenty nine, and and Logano has a sixth place finish, average rating one uh, one ten. That that right there, that is convincing enough to me to definitely want to play at Ben Rhodes there. So I might lock that into myself over. Let's there. go. Yeah. Let's go. All right, cool. Well, then we're we're done with trucks. We'll uh, summarize those in the book club. Let's move on the cup. We've got. Um, are you ready to move on the cup, Arch? I'm I'm ready. I was born ready. <laughs> okay, so we've got we've got five guys here uh, that we dutched a unit on. Uh, Chase Briscoe at ten to one. That was and actually all these lines. The best was DraftKings, and then you can shop around to find matching numbers. But we've got uh, Briscoe at ten to one. Alex Bowman twenty five to one. Mi amigo Daniel Suarez twenty five to one, Bubba Wallace sixty to one. Boy, he he breaks our hearts weekly, and uh, Todd Gilliland two hundred to one. Who do you want to talk about there, Steve? Talk about all of them. I like okay. them all. Well, then do it. <laughs> um, Chase Briscoe, uh, as you mentioned in, in the truck series, not as much of a play. The equipment isn't quite there in the truck series to make him an outright play over there, but. Going back to the Cup Series, uh, he's going to have some dirt experience from the day before. I think that's always a beneficial thing. So keep that in mind for Chase Briscoe. Last year, as you mentioned also, he had a chance to win the race. Uh, he was running second, kind of just dove it in there under Reddick. Um, th- when you look at Briscoe, this guy is a maniac when it comes to trying to get the win. Saw him at Indy Road Course, wreck. Denny Hamlin for the when he was in the lead, we saw him wreck Tyler Reddick when he was in the lead. So this is a guy that puts it all out there if he's got in contention. So Briscoe is a guy that I like to target when it comes to outrights. And he's got a lot of experience at dirt racing and he was very strong last year. So that, Yeah, he actually he actually owns a uh, World of Outlaws team. So he he loves racing on dirt. And also, uh, Steve, you know, like you said, he, he does drive like his hair's on fire. But that was my favorite move he ever threw was that that slide job on Tyler Reddick because we had Kyle Bush in third. So that was 100%. a yeah, that was a winning move for us. But and we were on Briscoe the day that uh, at the Indy Road Course. So that was kind of a heartbreaker. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he I mean was, he's a, he, he was under penalty and he wrecked yeah. any Hamlin. So. He yeah, he's like he just doesn't want doesn't want to lose. He wants to win even if he's under penalty. Even if he's disqualified already for something he did seven seven turns ago. Yeah. Arch, you probably remember that one. Yeah, I do kind of remember that one. It yeah. was the Indy Road course. Yeah. I, I know you remember that one. I remember you yeah, being I wanted, upset about it. That's what I remember mostly. <laughs> I wanted to burn my house down with myself inside it after that race. That's that's where I was mentally. 
but yeah, I mean, Briscoe is, is fantastic. He, you know, his average, uh, laps led, he, he's, I think he's like third or fourth. He's 29 and a half, uh, you know, at these Bristol dirt races, his uh, average fast laps is, is I think third as well at 15 and a half. And that's with him. Uh, you know, when he was out front last year, he ended up with two flat tires. So he had to work his way back through the field. Um, you know, and, and the ability to pass on this stuff is so important because anything can happen. So I really like the the upside here with Briscoe. Ten to one is what a what a great price it feels like we've got. Yeah, I like the I like the fact that you pointed out that it's it's tough to pass. Um, as you know, I mean, this car is already hard to pass, and uh, with this this style of racing at dirt, it's it's very much. Uh, one groove racetrack. So if you, if you're out there in front, we saw that with Suarez. Uh, he he had track position. He he led a bunch of laps. So if you have it, you're probably gonna keep it for, for a pretty long time. Yeah, um, Suarez is actually first in average laps led at 61. I'm sorry, he's second behind Truex at 61 in the two dirt uh, races. So uh, I think didn't they not take tires or something, Steve? Him and Ross, and they got out front and and kept it the entire second stage on old tires. I think you are correct. Um, tires didn't really matter a whole lot last year. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of um, fall off, so track position was really important. I mean, it was just like the it was, honestly, it was just like the Bristol Concrete Race. Track position mattered over everything else. So. Uh, I like t- I like teams like Trackhouse that kind of take risks like that. Just you know, stay out and uh, hope you keep keep your spot. All right. Well, tell me about Alex Bowman and tell me about Bubba Wallace because I uh, I know Bowman has had some pretty good recent form. He's been strong all year, but but why are we on him for a win here and why are we on Bubba again? <laughs> um, Alex Bowman. I'm just kind of looking at how. Hendrick Motorsports is performing this year so far. I know we're on the under for Bowman and wins this year at one and a half, but uh, I'm okay with taking the risk here at thinking that Bowman kind of wins uh, more of a um, an off race here on dirt. I think this. I mean, these are the kind of races that Bowman wins, right? These are the ones that were you don't expect Bowman to do a whole lot, but he wins. You know, when you when you least expect it. So he's. A guy that's been racing more dirt events outside of NASCAR, him and Jimmy Johnson have um, done a lot of these types of activities in the off season. So I like the fact that you're getting, you know, Bowman with some experience. You're getting Bowman with some good recent form in the past few weeks, and um, he's been pretty. You know, he's been okay at at Bristol Dirt itself. So he's got good history on this exact racetrack. Bingo! Yeah, so I I, I dig it there. And then tell me about Bubba. Is, is it because, um, you know, we, we like the upside at that number? Or does he have something in his past that makes us want to take a shot on dirt? Yeah, I think it's both. I think, you know, we, we know Bubba has a win in the truck series, actually. Uh, I think it was Eldora. Am I correct there? You are. And who else All was right. in the field that day? Who did he outduel? I don't know. You're gonna have to tell me on that one. I don't know who he'd be. I, I think Austin Dillon was in that field, but he, that's probably not the guy we're looking at, right? No, man. It's that dirt bum, <laughs> Kyle Larson. Ah, uh, yeah, that guy again. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, that. that well, I th- you know, Bubba. I feel like we know he's an emotional guy. He wears his heart in his sleeve. We he like he goes for wins. Uh, he puts it all out there on the line. Um, Sixty to one. Uh, 
just feels too long to me at a at a track like this where um, chaos can ensue. On a, you know, this is kind of one of those I would say more unpredictable events. So getting him sixty to one. Uh, Twenty three eleven has had a lot of speed. Uh, Bubba was very good at a road course, and he that's his worst. Easily his worst type. So now you get him sixty to one, and uh, I feel like he can, he can perform and surprise some people here this weekend. Well, he better, or he's, he's <laughs> you know he, it, it's getting close to cutting him off. Except if it's Kansas. Yeah, it would definitely definitely look out for him in Kansas. I still think he's very viable at any intermediates. I, I mean, I, I you know I wouldn't cut him off completely. But yeah, right. you are correct. He definitely. He definitely uh, makes a lot of mistakes, and hopefully, he keeps those to a minimum this weekend. No pit, no pit stops. Don't have to worry about that. So, your room for error is a little bit more open here this weekend. Yeah, we got to take got to take the booty barker out of this. You know, don't yeah. let him mess up our race. Right. Friggin' booty. All right, cool. Um, and you were on Todd Gilliland, two hundred to one. Uh, Todd won last year at Knoxville, didn't he? Yes, he did. He won Knoxville in the truck series. So again, we're going back to the what we we seen in the truck series. So Gilliland winner over there. He's and he was good at the dirt. I think he had a top ten last year. If you if I'm looking at the uh, the numbers here for Gilliland, a little far down, but um, he, he's he's in okay equipment too with front row. Uh, he, oh, in the Cup Series, I feel like the equipment is pretty is pretty equal for the most part. This year, we've seen a lot more competitive teams, so I feel like Gillen can. Again, I feel like that this could be chaos, even chaotic. We could have some long shots hit this weekend. Um, that's a guy that I I want to take for a longer shot for sure. Yeah, and I I think that you know just to go along with that, the dirt is a more of an equalizer than than the equipment. So I mean, you've got. You've got equipment that's pretty close, and then the dirt kind of brings everybody even closer together. So uh, we know Gilly can can drive the, the lights the lights out. That doesn't make sense, but he can drive well on dirt. Yeah, so we'll we'll take him two hundred to one. That feels good. Yep. So if you if you're into the uh, super long shots, there the uh, those crazy numbers. Uh, I think Todd's definitely your guy, and and that, that's the best number you're going to find across when you when you shot books. I mean, you're getting a steal at DraftKings there, so. That's that's, nice. that's definitely a definitely a numbers play. <laughs> cool. All right. So let's go. Uh, let's go down the card a little bit here. We've got some top tens as well. Bowman, Suarez, they're uh, guys we talked about. Ross Chastain, Austin Dillon, Bubba Wallace, Bubba again. Great. Uh, but tell me about Ross Chastain. Tell me about Austin Dillon. Yes, I'll leave Ross Chastain to you because I know you always like to talk about Ross. I know you always have a another you know a close eye on Ross. So. I do. I do. I'll start here with uh, actually. I I did add Daniel Suarez on FanDuel for a top ten. Um, I I think the number might have moved because I don't I don't think I saw that available earlier. So I do like Suarez at plus one hundred five for all the reasons I've already mentioned. Um, and then you have Austin Dillon, pretty decent dirt racer. Um, he's with RCR. He's with uh, Kyle. Uh, Kyle Busch was. You know that is now his teammate uh, over there with RCR. So we know Kyle Busch won the dirt race last year at Bristol. We know um, so we could see some some teammate uh, assistance there. Um, Austin mm-hmm. Dillon hasn't been all that great 
overall this year, unfortunately. But top 10 plus 310, I think that moved a little bit. But um, Yeah, it moved a buck. It moved a whole buck. Yeah. I might not play it at plus 240, but if you're getting anywhere close to 300, definitely still keep that in mind. I, I, I like Dylan, for sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yeah, yes. I like the. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And anything else you got on Austin? No, no. I mean, he's. It's it's. He's such a hard dude to handicap. I mean, because you yeah, know, yeah, he, he, he puts in, you know, uh, you know, solid stages sometimes, and he's just. I mean, he's a wild card. So, you know, the price we got, fine. I don't mind it. He's not my favorite. He's there's nothing consistent about him. No. There's nowhere where you can, you know point to it and be like Austin Dillon's going to be great this week. You, you just you just can't cuz he's he's a wild card. So he he, really, he he comes out of nowhere cuz you look you look at him on a on a road course and you see him running lap times, you know, 25th, 30th place, you're like, "Oh, he's got no shot." And then obviously you see him running inside the top 10 and you're like, "How did he get here?" But it happens and <laughs> I expect that can fully fully happen again this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and finish 10th Austin, cash the ticket, but you know, stay out of the Stay out of the main uh, camera here because I, I want to see Chase Briscoe winning this thing. Um, but yeah, Ross, um, I don't. I, I actually don't have any hidden nuggets on Ross Chastain. I saw a positive number. Um, you know, I, I see his performance this year. He's been pretty consistent. Um, you know, he's he's always the center of attention. He he got blamed for a wreck last week that he didn't even cause. Uh, kind of like a, a ghost wreck that he just happened to be you know, in the, in the camera screen and Christopher Bell is, is talking shit. So I, I just, I like Ross Chastain. I, I like how brave he is. Um, you know, it takes a lot of guts to, to, you know, he's, he's like the heel to all these drivers. He's, he's uh public enemy number one and he just keeps churning out results. He was very strong last week. And then we saw in the Bristol dirt race last year, um, you know, track house is not afraid to put these guys up front. Um, you know, in, in somewhat compromised position on old tires. And he did a great job. Him and him and Suarez, they raced super clean. And, you know, he maintained his his track position. And I think when it all went wrong, Steve, was was the um the rain delay. Uh he was he was part of the ones that was really mixed up in that. I think something happened to his car and then he never came back out after the stage. Didn't it like blow up or something? Yeah, I, I really wish I had more race notes on this event. Um it was you were, such. A, it's. You it's must have been a, too drunk off the Easter wine. <laughs> that that must be it. Yeah. I I feel. I, I think I just felt this race is so much of a gimmick that I didn't really take that many notes. I'm gonna try to take some more notes and for this you know this weekend and and get back to me next year. Yeah. yeah, stay off the hooch. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I I just I, I like Raw's plus number. That feels like, you know, kind of like we got last week a plus number. When when it shouldn't be, I, I just don't think Ross should ever be, you know, a plus number anywhere to top ten, except maybe like a super speedway or something. But plus one twenty, huge value. Let's go, Ross. It lets me root for my favorite guy. So All right. uh, we we got five head to heads picked out, and then hopefully a few more that we can hold you up by your ankles and, and shake some out of you. We've got Daniel Suarez over Martin Truex. Bowman over Keselowski, Truex over Keselowski. So we're going double fade there. Then we're taking Reddick and Briscoe over Kyle Larson, both at, at, you know, plus numbers. Another double fade on Larson because, you know, we're idiots and we didn't learn our lesson last week. Uh, where do you want to start? Yeah, sure thing. I think I saw a question on Kyle Bush in the chat. I yes. want to make sure that we ad yeah, address that one. He's 12 to 1 this weekend. 
Uh, he's with RCR. He's with G- with Gibbs last year. Um, Kyle Busch is another guy that's been running more dirt events. So uh, he's definitely he's definitely honing his craft on um, this track type. And he, he you know he was running third last year before his uh, fellow competitors first and second wrecked. So do you think he can maybe repeat this week? I hope not. I hope, I hope not. <laughs> uh, you know, because we'll be we'll be not rooting for him this week. Uh, but I, I don't see why not. I mean, the guy is he's just a, he's a veteran and he's done it all. He doesn't have a huge dirt racing background, but that didn't matter because he won the darn race last year. So I, I just think the guy is one of the best, most talented drivers NASCAR has ever seen. He could drive anything. He could drive your your grandpa's lawnmower and make it competitive. Yeah, he's he's probably like a, a top ten guy. He's probably somewhere five to seven. I mean, does that does that fit into your uh, projection, well, Steve? I think what he's got going for him is that the race is actually at Bristol, and Bristol is one of Kyle Busch's best racetracks. So if this race is like a conventional Bristol, he's in really good shape. If it races like a dirt track, he's got some background there. He's in really good shape. He knows the configuration. So. You got you get the pro, the only problem I have with it is he's priced up here with guys like Briscoe. Um, I mean Briscoe, he's a, he's ten to one. It's only a little bit shorter than Kyle Busch, so you're kind of getting him with the favorites uh, to an extent. So that's the only thing that kind of has me swaying away a little bit. Um, just want I want I want to kind of look at more the. Uh, the hardcore dirt guys, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm I'm looking to see if maybe there's like a like a top five price that's playable. If because you know if if Will likes Kyle Busch and needs some action, then that might be that might be the market to get down on. I'm pulling up the price now. Let's see, Kyle Busch plus two hundred. That might be worth a worth a shake. Yeah, that, that's favorable considering it's twenty cents. Better than DraftKings. I see a Kyle Busch matchup over Chase Briscoe. Uh, certainly not going to play Kyle Busch there, even though it is plus money. Um, but yeah, that, that, that that's kind of what I got for uh, Kyle. I don't hate him, that's for sure. Hmm, nice. Thank you for visiting Kyle Busch Corner. All right, yeah. <laughs> here we are. All right, so the head-to-head, Steve, is there any any of those that you want to talk about? What do you feel strongly about? The most strong about Tyler Reddick over Kyle Larson. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Tyler Reddick was super quick last year. He was. This guy? I I can't see. If you have an image up, I can't see it. I'm looking at numbers. (laughs) But Reddick was super strong. He should have won the race last year. I remember his lap time as being really solid, but again, Larson was also up there. This is just a this is a numbers play to me. I feel like these guys are pretty equal. We know Larson's been good at concrete Bristol. He's he's obviously probably the best dirt racer in the country, but Reddick is right up there with him. Reddick is with twenty three eleven competitive team. Both these teams are really competitive. Plus one hundred. I just something I want action on. Reddick has some momentum from the road course. He's got momentum in general so it's it's just numbers play yeah i mean so you you think kyle larson you think of dirt racing i mean that's just the way it is that's the public perception all the sharp guys know it all the dumb guys know it everybody knows kyle larson's history on dirt especially when he was you know suspended from nascar he won everything 
four times that year on third. I mean, the guy is outstanding. But, um, you know, we're, we're taking Briscoe and Reddick both over Larson here. And the numbers kind of back it up, Steve. I mean, you get that public perception going one way. There's value on the other side. So, you know, average fast laps. Larson, 16 and a half. Briscoe, 15 and a half. Reddick, 14. Okay. Uh, average laps led. Reddick, 49 and a half. Briscoe, 29 and a half. Larson, only 13 and a half there. So he's way behind. Average running position, Reddick, 8.8. Briscoe, 14.7. Larson, 16.9. So, you know, and that's with Briscoe going to the back last year from the lead. So I just, I like the plus number that we're getting on Briscoe. I think it's plus 140. I like getting the even money with, with Reddick at plus 100 on what is probably, you know, more than a coin flip in our direction, just because Larson is the dirt guy. He's he, that's what everybody knows him as. We're getting a little extra value. I, I like where we're at. Yeah. We, Larson has been getting caught up in some, some uh, mishaps for sure in these races. Uh, so he hasn't had a whole lot of um, experience learning the track in this car. So that could be, that could be the edge we need for Reddick. He, I believe he, I believe both races, Larson had something happen. I, I know Christopher Bell and, and uh, Larson got caught up in a wreck, you know, together in one of these events. So yeah, the first one, I believe it was. Yep. So Reddick is running all the laps. He's doing what he's going to do. And uh, yeah, Larson. Uh, uh, yeah, Larson actually wrecked his truck that same day in the That's truck. True. Race. That's right. I remember yeah. that now. So, so he uh, he finds trouble or trouble finds him. So hopefully it finds him this week because I cannot yeah. stand my household if <laughs> Larson wins again. I just uh, I'll have to move out. Go. Yeah, I'll have to move out. Um, what about the Kez fade? Tell me about that. Uh, Brad Kozlowski, just uh, for me, he's been finishing well. He's been he has an 11th place average finish. So they might be looking at that and saying, oh, well, maybe Brad's pretty good at this type of track but i don't think that really tells the whole story um, driver rating he's only got a 77.7 rating the past two races at bristol dirt uh, it didn't strike me as a guy that really likes um non-conventional uh i guess you could say nascar racing because he's not good on road courses we saw that and he's he, brad's strength i feel like is just um the front bumper <laughs> That's 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 true. Yeah. Uh, just feel like Brad's good at super speedways. He's good at managing tires. Uh, Bristol dirt is not going to be anything like that. It's, it's going to be um, tire wear is not gonna, not going to be that high. Um, it, it's just going to be something I don't feel like Brad's all that all that great at. So yeah, uh, teammate, I think his teammate Chris Busher. Uh, he liked his car. I, ha- I do have that in my notes that Chris Busher liked his car. Um, but again, even Bush, it wasn't all that great. He's got a driver average uh, rating of 80, average finish 14.5. So, I mean, RFK didn't really shine all that much at Bristol Dirt. Yeah, we don't even really have fast teammates to point out, and that's that's one thing we like to do. Um, but yeah, the, the the average finishing position, like you said, is 11, which is better than both Truex and Bowman. But, you know, their average running position, uh, Kozlowski is 16.4. So he's kind of more opportunistic, I would say, than, you know, a dirt ace. So I, I'd like Bowman and Truex both over Kozlowski. Sorry, Cuzzo. I, I, I hate to do that to family, but, uh, <laughs> you know, just go ahead and finish third behind these two guys. Cool. 
Anything else, Steve? Any any uh, secret plays that you haven't told me about yet? No, we know that uh, this weekend is a is very much uh, an, an unconventional weekend. So um, uh, I don't want to go too heavy on this. Um, so okay. with that in mind, if you have any final closing, I, I do want to. Consider Justin Haley this weekend. Uh, I have him for a top ten at plus six fifty. I think that that number's moved quite a bit. It, it's gone. Yeah, it, it's about plus two seventy five now. That that number is long gone. <laughs> um, Justin Haley's had some had some success, and he he knows how to get around the dirt. So if you want, to, if you haven't gotten that top ten, uh, I believe there's still some other markets to take a look at uh, for Justin Haley and. Uh, it's the same thing with Todd Gillen. His numbers moved quite a bit, so uh, obviously the books are uh, adjusting appropriately for these guys. But uh, Haley's in better equipment than Gillen, so if you still want to take a longer shot at Haley, eighty to one, I'd play that for sure. I mean, Ty Dillon is up there, eighty to one. So Ty Dillon is having the worst season he's ever had in the Cup Series. I, would, I mean, he's got the same odds as as Haley and. Uh, you yeah, Dylan. Uh, not Dylan was in. There, I don't think <laughs> he was in a better car last year, and he was. Yep. He actually had a pretty strong run for most of the day. How about this group? Um, Ty Gibbs, Ty Dylan, Justin Haley, Ryan Priest. Haley is. Uh, let's see. It's Gibbs plus two sixty. Dylan two seventy five. Haley two seventy five. Priest two seventy five. Does that do anything for you? Take Haley in that group. Yeah, that feels good, right? Yeah, I, Ty Gibbs is obviously the biggest threat there. I don't know how much experience Ty Gibbs has on racing dirt, but um, I mean he's he's four years old. How how could he have any experience at all? Yeah, I mean so that that's interesting, right? Because Xfinity doesn't run here, so I don't think Ty Gibbs has run at this track at all. And so I, that, could, I, that could be a big disadvantage for him and um, Noah Gregson as well. We know we we know we love Noah Gregson, but. Uh, I think Noah ran with colleague last year, though, so he does know the track. I mean, this he is did. Relevant, but bottom line, yeah. I'm thinking of guys that haven't run here in Xfinity, and Ty Gibbs is one of those guys. So, um, oh, that's I, a that, good that, angle. Yeah, that that's a good. Uh, that could be a good fade for sure. I'm looking for anything else here with uh, with Haley in it. That that's probably about the only one we might see something, uh, you know, race day. But cool, yeah. I'll lock yeah. that. I'll lock that group in. So yeah, keep that note in mind as a kind of an ending ending note here for uh, guys that have not seen this track like Ty Gibbs that have run Xfinity races. Uh, Xfinity does. I don't know why Xfinity doesn't run here. It's only Trucks and Cup this weekend. Yeah, it's strange because I mean the Xfinity car current gen is kind of similar to the last gen mm-hmm. for the Cup Series, and they ran on it. So yeah, you know, I, I don't I don't understand either. Cool, but, yeah. but that's all I got, dude. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. uh, close. That's why I'm closing up. All Close right, shot. good stuff. And we didn't even say her name once, so I like the I like this episode. Oh, Haley we... Deegan. Oh no, <laughs> there she is, Steve. Why don't we? Why didn't you bet her this week? Oh man, uh, I think she was. It's funny enough. <laughs> she had her best finish ever last week. Sixth. But uh, she ran 26th, I think, most of the race <laughs> until the very end. I think we had a, a had some chaos ensue there. Uh, I don't think sixth was quite her. Uh, kind of like kind of kind of like the Josh Berry situation. Uh, Josh Berry finished uh, second at Richmond, and um, that was definitely not 
indicative of where he ran the whole day. And uh, Haley Dean finished sixth, and that's not where uh, she kind of ran all day. So I thought that Texas was a place that Haley could hopefully get things rolling, get the ball going. But I mean, she was running around 20th most of the day, which is, I was sad to see that, unfortunately. So you're saying she got more than she deserved, just like her career so far with funding. Mm. No, that's I mean, that's harsh, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, we'll just keep betting her. Hopefully she wins something. Uh, I mean, Arch, if you look at the if you look at the odds, Haley Deegan is shorter than uh, Dean Thompson. So. Huh. Well, if if Dean Thompson wins, Steve, I promise I'll develop a crush on him. I, that's that's my <laughs> you have my word I promise I'll be right there with you bingo Archibald do you have anything you'd like to add to the NASCAR show have you done any uh, any digging yourself no no I think you guys covered everything that I wanted to bet Arch okay. Arch th- this is a dirt race you haven't done any digging information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owners Operators or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.